If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Is there only five more weeks of football left? Like, how would that happen? <laughs> well, I guess six weeks, right? But five more games? Is that it? Like, how'd that happen? Please explain this to me. Like, I, I really I really don't know. Like, where, where'd the season go? Blink of an eye. It feels like it just started. It feels, it feels like the Rams had some hope. <laughs> it, it feels like that. It feels like that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, before getting into the seven points or whatever, the offensive line for the Rams actually looked good finally. Hey! How about that? <laughs> that is a bright spot for you. God damn. Almost done with the season, though, Panther. Uh, almost done with the season. College football is done with the season. Straight to the bowl games. We're almost done with this year. I, I was just talking to a buddy before you know we did this show. I was like, you know, as soon as the calendar flips, we just start talking about baseball and pitchers and catchers reporting. So, yeah, this, this shit's going so fast. Well, there was already some big baseball news. We didn't even cover it on the show, but Jacob DeGrom is now a, a Texas Ranger. Wow. So that that already happened. So <laughs> uh, I think we'll have plenty of baseball stuff coming up soon. But we got lots of football, right? Yeah, yeah, we do have lots of football. Well, most teams played football. Some teams did not play football yesterday. No, some some looked like they were playing soccer out there or something. <laughs> some other sport. Uh, should I get into it? Should you get should get into it. Max is week 13. Touchdown point number one. Okay. The Eagles are good. <sighs> you know, they've been in my top three DGen rank for a while. I even graded them with the top spot once before, before they shit the bed against the Red Commanders on Monday Night Football. But I've always wanted to see them get a signature win to prove that they're legit. And I think that came yesterday. They absolutely dominated the Titans. Uh, Jalen Hurts, just sensational. Just fucking amazing. And that Philly defense held Derrick Henry to 30 fucking rushing yards. Game got out of hand, and we saw a Gardner Minshew sighting. That's how good the fucking Eagles were playing yesterday. There's Listen, there's no denying that the Eagles' strength of schedule was part of their 11-1 record, but still, when they show up and win games like this, uh, you know, when you're faced with a tougher opponent against Tennessee, 
not only win but dominate, I I have to tip my hat to them. But I'm also going to see um, tip my hat to uh, them boys out in Dallas. Uh, Christmas Eve can't get here fast enough. I know I'm I'm I'm, I'm I don't want to rush the end of the season, but man, I can't wait for that fucking game. Um, in uh, Christmas Eve, uh, you know, I'll be frantically, you know, wrapping those presents for the kids, drunk on fucking uh, St. George's gin. But, you know, uh, after you know, I'll be enjoying a, a lovely football matchup between the Cowboys and the Eagles. Um, Nobody drinks gin on Christmas. It's, listen, I got uh, St. George's gin. This is, is a um, it's a type of gin that's made from fir trees. So it tastes like Christmas. So that's why I drink it on Christmas. Anyway, uh Eagles Cowboys set the face off for the we'll say the matchup of the year. Dallas, of course, uh, dominated their game on Sunday night. Sorry, who's your daddy? I know you didn't want me to talk about this, <laughs> but it was the Colts, right? It was it was the Colts, so it's easy to fucking dominate the Colts, right? Unless you're the Eagles. Hmm. Uh, I'll stop it. Listen, I just I just went on to say that the Eagles are a good team, so I'm not going to shit on them uh, for struggling against a team that the Cowboys just beat, 54 to 19. Dallas defense uh, put pressure on Matt Ryan all night. It seemed like his, uh, it seemed like the Dallas defenders were everywhere. Everywhere that Matt Ryan threw the ball, there was a Dallas defender. It seemed like uh, maybe uh, in his old age, he's confusing colors. I mean, I, the Cowboys uniforms look similar to the Colts uniforms, close enough, right? Maybe he thought Deron Bland was Alec Pierce out there because he threw two of his three interceptions to Bland yesterday. Jeff Saturday just kind of stood there watching. He's like, I should be, I, I should be at home. I should, I should be collecting paychecks from ESPN right now. What the fuck am I doing over here? Dallas has Houston and Jacksonville the next two weeks, guys. Hmm. So there's a good chance they come into Christmas Eve as an 11-3 team. Eagles have the Giants and the Bears. Now, listen, I've already said the Eagles are a good team, so I'm not going to entertain the idea of them losing one or both of those games. But, man, it sure would make uh, Christmas Eve even more exciting if they did. Point number three, um, if that scenario should happen, I guess it could help the Vikings get the top seed because Minnesota found once once again a way to win Yet another close game, this time sneaking out a win over Mike White and the Jets. Uh, New York had a chance late in that game to win it, but the Vikings defense stopped them on fourth, uh, four goal line attempts. Yeah. Like it was really four goal line attempts and then stopped them again after New York forced a pump with uh, some time left on the clock. Uh, Viking continued to win close games. And uh, listen, I see it both as a good thing and a bad thing. Winning close games shows that you can play well under pressure, but also shows that you have some luck on your side. And that eventually could wear off. Hey, that's point number four. I'm right, just saying, Cincinnati? Ten, 10 points now. The 10 points. You got to give them credit, bro, right? 10 points. Yeah, yeah 10 points. Uh, but uh, to speaking of luck, right, Cincinnati? Hmm? Maybe mm. that luck will eventually wear off. Oh. <laughs> um, Bengals had some good luck last season. And this year kind of started to fade. Uh, but maybe it's back again. Uh-huh. Or, or, or maybe their investment in a new offensive line is finally paying off. One or the other. Uh, Cincinnati uh, once again beat the Chiefs. It was the third time in a one-year span. And once again, it was a nail biter. Uh, Joe Burrow, it looked like he liked having Jamar Chase healthy again. They connected for 97 of Burrow's 286 yards. Uh, Chiefs played a great game. And if uh, you know, I really kind of put it down to a rare fucking turnover from Travis Kelsey. And despite, you know, take that away, and, and they probably could have held on to win that game. Uh, turnovers haven't been a major issue for the Chiefs, but it does seem, Arch, correct me if I'm wrong. One bad one a game, like one seems like a bad turnover a game. Uh, I think I saw the statistics seven straight games with a turnover. It's mm-hmm. the it's a, uh, most that uh, Andy Reid has had since uh, coaching the Chiefs. Um, 
And that turnover was costly yesterday. I think it was the, you know, could be, you know, these turnovers are a difference between them beating or, you know, losing a team to a team like the Bengals by a fucking field goal like they did once again last night. Look forward to those two matching up in the playoffs once again. Uh, Speaking of playoffs, point number five, the winner of the Giants Red Commanders game would have had an 80% chance of making the playoffs. And of course, they fucking tied. (laughs) I think I mentioned that on Saturday show. Washington now sits seven five and one heading into their bye. The Giants are now seven four and one, a little bit in front of the Seahawks, who edged out a win over the Rams yesterday. Uh, mathematically speaking, the Bears are the only NFC team that are out of the playoff picture. But if if you really wanted to kind of crunch the numbers to say who has an outside chance, probably the Lions and the Packers seem like the likely teams to make some noise there. Detroit, of course, stomped on the Jags forty to fourteen yesterday. After a narrow loss against the Bills and a few nice wins before that, this Lions team kind of looks like that team that I thought that they could be this year. Green Bay, they managed their fifth win of the year by beating up on Chicago, proving once again that Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. You want to look at the Falcons, though. They lost at home to the Steelers, and it seems like their hope of uh, getting into the playoffs is pinned on winning the NFC South. Point number six, speaking of the Steelers, don't look now, they're five and seven. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. And fucking A, it seems like the Steelers are fighting hard to keep it that way. Now, they're going to play a Ravens team that could be without Lamar Jackson for the foreseeable future. They play them twice. They get the Panthers, the Raiders, and the Browns. And if Deshaun Watson continues to get outplayed by the likes of Kyle Allen, well, fucking A, Kenny Pickett's got a chance to beat him as well. Now, it's unlikely the Steelers win out, but say if they go two wins two ties I, I guess that gets them to 500 right so you never know you never know what the seals uh extra point here major injuries could shake the shake up the playoff race i you know and just alluded to lamar jackson being out he was pulled from the ravens game after uh, only throwing four attempts it seems he's got a knee injury they said it's not season ending however it's still a bad one uh, Ravens, of course, went on to beat the Broncos 10 to 9. Whew, barn burner there. Uh, lucky to play uh, against that shitty ass Russell Wilson to get the win this week. But another quarterback, I'd say the bigger quarterback story here has got to be the season ending surgery for one Jimmy G of the Niners. He, of course, broke his foot early in that Niners win over the Dolphins yesterday. Uh, Brock Purdy had to step in. And I think that's a major blow to a Niners team that went all in this year to trade for Christian McCaffrey and try to win the Super Bowl. Um, late in the season like this, I mean, you're, you can't really trade for a quarterback. You know, the trade deadline's gone. And the veteran market consists of Cam Newton, breeder Philip Rivers, lightning struck Drew Brees, and Jay Cutler because his wife always wants him off the fucking couch. I'm sure some four-letter network people will call for Colin Kaepernick to come back, but we know that's not going to fucking happen either. So it looks like Purdy's going to be the new guy for San Francisco. Or maybe just have Christian McCaffrey be your quarterback. I mean, you already pay him like a quarterback, so you might as well get some fucking value out of him. That is Max's week 13 touchdown. All right, Panther, did you have some questions? Yeah, I mean, he kind of touched on them. We're, we're going to talk about the Lamar Jackson injury. Um, the question there is, are Baltimore's playoff chances up in sp- not necessarily open smoke, but we thought it was just pretty much a done deal. The Chargers keep charging all over themselves. Um, but is Baltimore in trouble uh, in the AFC? And question number two, the two best teams played yesterday in Cincinnati in the AFC. True or false? Max? 
Um, so listen, I, 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 I thought the, uh, the, the Ravens had a, a tough chance of making the playoffs in general, uh, go, you know, despite the Lamar Jackson injury, it feels like the, you know, the momentum is on Cincinnati side. We'll get into that in a moment. And, uh, you know, there's other teams around Baltimore that seem to want the playoff spot more or been playing more consistent or, or, you know, uh, be, beating the, the Broncos 10 to nine. I mean, that's I, even with your backup quarterback, that's, you know, fucking a, that's terrible at home in front of your home crowd. Um, that's the, they that's were behind win. the whole game. Yeah. It's a win, but it, it doesn't feel like a win type thing. I, I think Baltimore, uh, yeah, their playoff chances, especially without Lamar out there are, are going to be tough. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're really lucky that the jets couldn't, uh, win against Minnesota mm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a key fucking loss or a key, um, you know, victory on on behalf of Baltimore is having the Jets lose that game. So I think Baltimore is holding on to it. But uh, yeah, I, without Lamar, I think they could be absolutely fucked. Arch, what about you? I, it's, it was a tough road for them to begin with because they kept losing some winnable games. So they put themselves in a bad spot. Now it looks really tough. But eight and four, I think that I think they still make the playoffs. I think they'll still limp into the playoffs. What was the other question? Question is about uh, is are Kansas City and Cincinnati the two best teams in the AFC? Um, I, I listen. I still can't bury the fucking uh, Buffalo Bills. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I still think the Buffalo Bills are better than Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati was at home once again. Had to come from behind, get that field goal win over the Chiefs. Um, if it wasn't for that that fumble from Kelsey, I I, I really do think the Chiefs win that game. Cincinnati's playing much better. They're they're again a, a, that offensive line looked really fucking good yesterday mm-hmm. for the first time. It, it seemed like they're they're you know they're finally gelling. It only took them fucking thirteen weeks to do so. <laughs> and if that offensive line can keep Burrow protected and now Jamar Chase is healthy, I do think that they will be in the conversation of being in in the the best. But right now, I still edge out Buffalo over Cincinnati as as the better team. Yeah, I I, I kind of tend to agree. If Josh Allen gets his his mind right. Oh boy, Buffalo! Yeah, they might still be the best team in the AFC. But well, you know, the top three teams, two of the top three teams, played in the in Cincinnati yesterday. In the AFC. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't don't look now. Las Vegas might have a chance of backdooring into a wild card. Uh, it's, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. I mean, again, that the ramifications of that Jet loss really can't go fucking understated. Like uh, I think the the Jets had. The fucking uh, playoff spot right there. There's still seven right now, but I mean, it's it's a different conversation if they're eight and four and seven and five. I mean, the Patriots are six and six, the Chargers are six and six, uh, Vegas five and seven, Cleveland five and seven, Pittsburgh five and seven, and then everything just drops off from there, you know. Uh, but but still, like I mean, that was that was a brutal. Like the Jets should have fucking won that game. But I, I I know that you're much much higher up on the fucking Vikings than I am, Panther. But like, man. Uh, I give them, I, I give the, I give the Vikings credit for stopping the Jets on, 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 you know, first and goal, the fourth and goal, like they, they've turned the ball over on downs. I mean, I give them credit, but man, more than likely the Vikings should have lost that game to the Jets last night. Well, I think here's my thing when it comes to the Vikings is these are the games that they lost when Zimmer was the coach. What, what we talked about it all the time, Vikings covered spreads because they were always one possession games, play, you know, losing by field goals, but they were always losing those games. Now they're winning those games, and, and it's essentially the same team. And I think that's why I like the Vikings is because they're battle-tested. They don't lose their whatever you want to call it, mojo or whatever. They don't get 
suck into anything. They stay with their game plan. They do what they do, and they find ways to win the game. And I think that is what you want to see in teams heading into the playoffs, teams that find ways to win and don't implode under pressure. Yeah. Um, it's still – there's still Kirk questions, right? In in the big spotlight, course, yeah. will he will he fold under pressure? That's the big question. But yeah, Vikings they look they, they look pretty good now. You can't argue. I mean, they're finding ways to win close games. We'll see if it bites them in the butt. But it didn't bite Cincinnati until they got to the Super Bowl last year. So yeah, it's very very true. Um, you know, it's funny too. Is is you look at the playoff picture too, and it it's, it does seem like the AFC South, like you know, Tennessee is going to run away with that. But after getting just absolutely fucking smacked by. Uh, the Eagles yesterday, they've got a minus 21 point differential. Yes, now, I, was, I, 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 I was critical of Minnesota for having their negative point differential. Um, you know, they had a slightly better record, but still like uh, looking, looking right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a better point differential than the fucking Tennessee Titans. And looking right now, you know, like um, Tennessee Titans are going to easily run away with the South because the Colts fucking suck. The Jag, Jag suck and, and Houston's already eliminated. So, um, Titans will get into the playoffs, but like that, that game yesterday showed me that, you know, there are really good teams in the league and then a drop off because the Tennessee Titans are part of that drop off. Uh, I still like them. I still think they're a good team, but as they're playing right now, I, I don't see much difference between them and, crazy to say the fucking pittsburgh steelers the pittsburgh steelers who have been playing some really fucking good football the last few weeks uh pickett looks like he's getting more comfortable in that yeah. offense and that offensive line is kind of keeping him standing up which is something that hasn't happened in many years in pittsburgh um can they make a run for the playoffs i kind of like the raiders chances a little bit more than, than pittsburgh but i'm i'm not ready to bury the fucking steelers out there and and you know i think they're playing like a playoff team more so than maybe even the titans are right now Okay, I guess Panthers. Yeah, oh, 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 okay. Here's, nothing oh. really that. You know, I mean, the only other thing I would have wanted to talk about was, but I don't want to get Arch on a rant. But God damn it, when you made that reference to soccer, I assumed you were talking about Washington and the Giants because it's the only two fucking sports that have ties. Just give me on my damn tirade. Mm. Well, I, you know what I say, Panther. If you aren't man enough to win the sixty, you don't deserve to win. <laughs> just kiss your sister man uh, but uh, just yeah. real quick real quick dolphins yeah, yeah. dolphins yeah yeah man they did yeah. not look good against san francisco is this uh, a, is this a is this a is this a, a bad sign is it, or just san francisco is that good i i think it was a sign that tua was playing a little bit above his head and it came kind of crashing down i think he's he's you know he he was the top rated quarterback in regards to completion percentage he hadn't thrown a, an interception in a while and they game planned him right they they you know they got two interceptions off of him right i think it was two interceptions off of Tua, uh and i, I think san francisco was just prepared for them um i i don't think it's a a major um major warning sign for for the dolphins i think that they can bounce back from this uh but it does show that you know Tua can be beat right that's what we kept saying it's like oh he's on un he's undefeated as the fucking uh starter of uh, of the dolphins this season well that came to a crashing halt yesterday uh i just don't know if there's a lot of teams with the defensive personnel yeah to do that to the dolphins so i think they're they're kind of safe like really i mean and, and even still tyreek hill still fucking like destroyed that goddamn secondary uh, there's a made, made two guys look fucking absolutely ridiculous out there i just don't think maybe there's a handful of teams uh the bills maybe one of them that could stop miami uh defensively so i don't think there's a huge uh issue with the dolphins but yeah it was it was a bad loss 
I agree. I think sometimes you just run into teams that are a matchup problem, but also the score kind of got out of hand to where they couldn't run the ball effectively, and that puts a lot more pressure on Tua and makes the offense kind of predictable. So they kind of got game planned out what out of what they wanted to do. Um, but San Francisco is a tough match for them, uh, so they won't see them again unless they make the Super Bowl. And like Max said, I just don't think there's too many teams out there that have the defense to match up against Miami's personnel i didn't watch a whole lot of that game i need to go back and look but it looks like Tua, from the, from the numbers i'm seeing was rattled so i'm curious yeah, to see if you yeah, can yeah. how you can rattle Tua to to throw a monkey wrench into that offense I, I mean that first interception from from there on it kind of like mentally went back to like flashbacks of, of him playing under brian flores oh like, you know like yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you say you start to see old Tua kind of fucking uh, break through after that first interception. Um, so yeah, I, I think you can rattle him, and and it's gonna it's gonna be a good ma- a good game next next week to see how he bounces back from that, right? Because we know that this is a guy that has some confidence issues that this year kind of shook them off, and it looked like a, a super confident guy. Um, but right now, it looks like the Alabama fucking uh, quarterback of of choice right now is Jalen Hurts because he he was sensational yesterday guys like you know i I don't know how much game uh, that you watch of jalen hurts but he he continues to progress week after week super fucking impressive uh but we can all say that they're both better than mac jones oh yeah yeah i saw i saw that piece of shit flexing on chicago mr four wins flexing on chicago (laughs) good job limp dick all right (laughs) all right let's take a break let's talk about the book club uh lots of guys listening live this morning uh uh, hearing us talk shit about mac jones and and probably more more shit talking coming once we talk the nba uh how can you join the book club quite easy you go to thedgens.net or what is the new url that we should be oh, telling people to go to uh for kyle for kyle because we had a, an interesting discussion in the book club i decided to respect him and honor him you can get to the book club now by going to everyone hates wince.com that's in carson all right wince. everybody hates wince dot com and then from there you can sign up free for three days uh and you can hang out with us and you can follow picks and, and oh man the, the fucking uh the ev the promo boost thing continues to fucking oh, print man. money there yeah continues to fucking print money so you could be paying for this thing for fucking years if you sign up now <laughs> and book your ass over to the book club that's everyone hates wins everyone one. hates wins yeah one. yeah the the word one everyone everyone not not yeah. just everybody everyone 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 hates one. Not everybody. Okay. We'll put the link in the description. Or you can just go to the dgens.net. Yeah, that's a little bit easier. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGens. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. 
The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. A little bit easier. Uh, NB- oh, no, no, shit. no Monday, Monday, night, Monday football. night football. God damn. Wow. I was, I was about to skip over this game. That's for fun. <laughs> uh, I bet you Tampa Bay would like me to skip over this game. Um any week now, guys. Any week now, Tampa Bay is going to show up. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going, guys. It's going to happen. They're going to they're win the NFC South, right? They're, they maybe even make a Super Bowl run with their forty-five-year-old quarterback. It's, we keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's, it hasn't fucking happened yet. Now, listen. There's probably some hope a few weeks ago when they narrowly beat the Rams on another amazing Brady last-minute drive. Or the week after, there was a little bit more hope. They knocked up the Seahawks, right? It's like, oh, it's a playoff team. They knocked them off, and then that loss to the Browns had everything crashing down. My reality of the fucking Bucks came crashing down once again last week when I was like, man, this team's got a lot of issues. Like, I, I thought it was injuries. I thought it was, you know, uh, Brady maybe being distracted a step slower now that his divorce is over. But this team has some serious fucking issues. Uh, their defense is not as good as it used to be. And and that collection of weapons that Brady has kind of looks like the dollar store knockoff versions of what he used to have. You know, it's, it's listen, I'm, I'm sure you can have a lot of fun with a Robert cop figure. It, it still looks cool, but that lead paint's going to fucking kill you. It's going to scramble your brains worse than fucking Matt Stafford's people. All right. Stay away from the Robert cop figure. And that's kind of what uh, Brady's dealing with, with his fucking quote unquote weapons nowadays. They're just not as good as they used to be. Uh, Saints, well, listen, they're not that good of a team either. Just one and four on the road. They just got shut out 13 nothing against the fucking Niners in their last game. But divisional games are weird. And I, New Orleans plays the fucking Bucks really tough. I think they keep this one close. So I went 0-3 in my NFL bets yesterday. So this is a just good indicator to probably fucking fade me today. But I'm going to throw $50 on the Saints here. I think they can keep it within the three and a half. I think you're right that it, the games are usually close. And this is probably going to be a low-scoring game because both of these teams, I mean, what, 20, 21 points is kind of their ceiling. You keep waiting for Tampa Bay to break out. But what have we seen out of them that really suggests it's coming? I don't think it's coming. 
First team to get to 20 points probably wins this game. Might look at the under here. Thought I saw a total of 41. But at home, I, at least, I don't know that I trust Tampa Bay, but I trust them a little bit more at home. I'm going to lay the field goal. Only if I still get the field goal. I don't want that hook. I have to take a hook. I'm off this game. I'll lay the three points, take the Buccaneers. You still got it. Minus three. I'm, gonna, right. I'm leaning Tampa Bay in this one. I'm not betting this game. But, man, from minus six and a half to minus three, I don't know what the hell that what, what is going on is there is do we know specifically why is there somebody hurt no yeah i don't like that i don't like this kind of i'm not jumping on i mean i can't i can't see any value on the saints at that three and a half which is what you got when they opened at six and a half so i'll lean tampa bay in this one yeah i w- wish i had a six and a half yeah no shit <laughs> <laughs> all right now nba now nba Guys, have I ever told you that the NBA can go fuck itself? Hmm. Have I mentioned that ever? <laughs> this can still go fuck itself. Uh, I got a smattering of games today. A scattering. Uh, a few games today. I'm going to start off with uh, OKC in Atlanta. You know, pretty exciting matchup if you look at it. You know, you got the the young guard, Shea Gilders-Alexander of the Thunder, and then Trey Young of the Hawks uh, facing off. Both teams coming into the game, win- winners of two in a row. Uh, Atlanta's been, you know, pretty stellar at home this season. They they have an 8-4 and four record at home. Uh, of course, dealing with a few injuries. Uh, John Collins is listed as out tonight. But I like Atlanta at home to grab a win, so I'm back on my money line fucking uh, method. A $10 money line bet on the Hawks. Uh, dangerous territory. It's Monday, and I'm already agreeing with Max. Agreeing with him so much that I'm actually going to lay the six points. I think the Hawks at home, if this was in OKC, I might go the other way with six points, but uh, Oklahoma City's not been good on the road and, and very not competitive, honestly. So I think the Hawks at home can take care of business. I'll lay the six and put 10 bucks on Atlanta. Good news. You only have to lay five and a half at every single book. Nice. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I'll lean the Hawks on this one. I am not betting this game. All right, last one up for me, Miami, Memphis. Uh, you know, I, I really haven't had much luck betting the Grizzlies lately. I mean, part of that had to do with, you know, John ja, ja Morant being out and then him coming back in, readjusting <laughs> to the lineup. But they've won four or five games. They look to be back on track. Uh, Miami, they, they got their big win in Boston this weekend. Uh, there, there was a Jimmy Butler sighting, guys. I don't know if you saw that. It's a rarity these fucking days. There was a Jimmy Butler sighting in that Celtics game. Uh, and it seems like he's back around again today, though Miami dealing with a number of other injuries right now. Uh, still, this Heat team, they've won four or five games, including two of three on the road. Guys, that improves their road record to three and eight this season. Woo! Congrats, Miami. You've won two of three on the road, and you're three and eight. Fucking A. Memphis, of course, eight and two at home this year. They seem to win when they're at home, and I think they win this one at home again today. $10 money line bet on the Grizzle. Oh, I feel ill. I'm agreeing with Max again. You know, part of the thing that I'm looking at when – Memphis, we always talk about the guards, we talk about John ja and all the other guys that the elite guard play. One of the things we don't talk about is their elite rebounding and shot blocking. They went into Minnesota last week and held Rudy Gobert to one fucking rebound in 30 minutes played. That doesn't spell good news for Bam Adebayo or anybody else they throw out there for Miami. Uh, that puts way too much pressure on Jimmy Butler or the guys that have to shoot the threes. I like Memphis at home here. I'll lay the two points, put my 10 bucks on the grizzle. Oh, man, we got a couple things to talk about in this game. First off, kiss of death. Whoa. Yep, I'm on the grizzle minus the one and a half. Uh, I'm putting 10 bucks on the spread. So who knows how big the Heat win? <laughs> you said the Heat have three road wins now? I think they're three and eight. Yeah. Three and eight. Wow. So they're one ahead of Dallas now for road wins. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. It's that's, true. That's fantastic. Good job, Heat. Way to go. Uh, but yeah, so maybe there'll be four, four and eight after tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, NBA KOD. That seems to be the fucking. Uh, that seems to be the fucking death knell, right? That's the, that's how it all started. So yes. Uh, but I don't think we will have any other KODs in the NBA tonight because I am done betting the National Basketball Association. Panther, what else do you have? One more game. Let's take a look at the Phoenix Suns going to the aforementioned Dallas Mavericks. Dallas at home, night and day difference between them on the road. But Phoenix is pretty good no matter where they go. And I'm catching three and a half points. Phoenix can win this game outright, but I'll take the three and a half. Give me 10 bucks on the Suns. God damn, moral support. I totally agree. I do think Phoenix probably does win this one. Uh, so I, I didn't like it enough to bet them. Um, but yeah, I, I do think Phoenix is the play here. I'll lean the Suns with you. I will lean the Suns with you as well, but I am not playing this game. That's all I got. Arch, do you have anything? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Pacers are on the road as oh, they go to God. Golden State. <laughs> I like the Pacers plus 10 and a half oh, here. No, I'm going to no, jump no. on it. Give me the Pacers plus ten and a half points for ten bucks. I listen. I got this thing about the Pacers, right? Like I, I mentioned it on the show yeah. the other day, is where I look at the Pacers and I'm like, man, they're much better than I think they are. And then they go out and get their asses kicked. I think they get their asses kicked here today. I, I got Golden State win this one by ten. So if it's I'll ten and a half, it. I guess if it's ten and a half, I guess I'll fucking lean the Pacers here. But I think Golden State at home shellacks this fucking team. I'll lean the Warriors. Yeah, you look at what the Pacers have done. They've given up an average of 138 points their last two games on the road. Not good. And we know how good the Warriors are at home. I'll lean the Warriors, but I wasn't laying 10 points. Okay. Uh, I'll save my Rockets play for the book club. We can go on to uh, hockey. Yeah, not a ton of games in hockey today. Uh, I'm kind of a, a little bit on a, a a cool streak of my betting. So, like, uh, my picks have been fine. <laughs> like, if you're part of the book club and you're seeing my entire picks list, you're probably making money. But if you're following just my bets uh, the last week or so, I had my first losing week uh, since the the first week of the season. So, a little bit cool on the bets. But, yeah, you know, keep an eye out on the picks. They, you know, I went 4-1 and one in my uh, hockey picks yesterday. So, well. Yeah, just, just keep an eye on that. Uh, only bet of the day for me. Let's look at the St. Louis Blues heading to New York to take on the Rangers. Uh, neither team playing really well coming into this game, but uh, someone has to win because, as Panther mentioned, this isn't football here. This is hockey. This is hockey, where if they can't settle things in three periods, you get a small, weird overtime and then a fucking shootout. And maybe it comes down to that shootout, say, because neither team has been able to find their offense lately, and both teams' goaltending has been more than suspect. On paper, a Jordan Binghamton, Igor Shosturkin matchup sounds fucking great, but in reality, both of them have been bleeding goals the past few weeks. But I like Shosturkin to get right sooner. Uh, if you look at expected goals against, it seems like he will get better. Where Binghamton, this is this is the fucking Jordan Binghamton that you're gonna fucking see from here on out. As for the offense, I you know I think both teams should be able to pick this up based off of expected goals uh, for. I just I like the Rangers a little bit more here. I saw some glimmers of hope last time I watched the Rangers play. A few games ago, I saw that offense was able to pick things up. I think that they can bring it all together today. I think Shesterkin's a better goaltender. He he gets it together, and I think this offense has more potential than the Blues offense right now. So at home, it's a little bit chalky, but an $11 bet on New York. I couldn't do it. I like the Rangers, but they've lost four of their last five. Uh, too chalky the way they're playing. St. Louis is kind of regressed back to who they were at the beginning of the season. So a tough team to trust, particularly on the road. I'll lean the Rangers, but that was too much chalk for me to eat. 
All right, that's it for me in, in oh, wow. uh, NHL. Yeah. Uh, what, what else you got, Panther? God, it's an unbettable day. I forced myself into stuff. one. Yeah, I'm looking at Colorado at Philadelphia. And I, I can't believe I'm going to eat this chalk because the Flyers kind of fucked me over last <laughs> time I ate chalk. But, God, the, the Flyers are not good, and the Avs just kind of keep walking through the season like they're the Milwaukee Bucks. They're better than the Flyers, right? Even if it's their second team, they're better than the Flyers. I got to lay 210 to do it, but damn it, let's put 10 bucks on Colorado. That's 220. Can you get 210 on this one? You got 200 yeah, it looks, MGM, 200. it looks oh, like. Oh my God. That's oh, not there good, we go. Panther. That's not good. That's, that's weird. Uh, I'll lean with you, but I don't, I don't like that at all. That's, that seems weird. Um, before, before we get going, I'm not betting this one, but any thoughts on that Vegas uh, Boston game? That's a hell of a matchup, but to me, it seems. Seems too chalky for Boston. I think there's there's value on Vegas, right? With a big plus line. Yeah, I just it's a whole no value and losing kind of thing. I think the value is Vegas, but I don't expect them to win that game. I, I listen, Boston's unbeatable at home. I get that, but one fifty on the fucking Golden Knights. Oh god, I know. That's that's, that's you're not going to see one fifty on the Golden Knights uh, very very often. No, I, sure. I would take a shot on that. I mean, I may still right? take a shot on it. Yeah, the plus yeah, one fifty. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then I guess the last thing we should talk about is is the Coyotes. Couldn't couldn't quite get there. Oh, couldn't fucking, couldn't quite get there. But look at that plus two eighty. Look at that just staring at you right now, <laughs> just saying, hey, hey, bet me, bet me. Yeah. All right. That's what Vegas is saying. Bet me. <laughs> That is it. Any comments to speak of? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few comments. Uh, we scroll all the way to the top here. Um, of course, who's your data asking if we can skip talking about the Sunday night game? No, we, we talked about how the Cowboys shellack the fucking Colts. Sorry about that. Uh, Nardog saying he started Cleveland in the D-Gen League. Is there a team that's called Sex Panther Mafia? Was there is a team me? called the Sex Panther Mafia. Well, apparently they got their asses kicked this week. Oh, well. <laughs> Rory saying Cowboys uh kyle saying sup fuckers uh, uh rory saying that watson now getting male masseuse uh treatment oh. right now after after that showing um <laughs> kyle asking how about them raiders yeah listen they they, they you know, and then also saying the jets absolutely gave away that game uh rory look how sly this fucker is Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, and everybody else in his in the top rankings. There you go. <laughs> so Kyle called him out. Eagle, uh, Cowboys are not in there. He said, uh, "Rory's telling him to go fuck off." Um, we'll see in a few weeks. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Mac Jones isn't even a good fluffer. Oh, <laughs> is Watson no? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, King Kyle putting a, a little picture of some Canadian football player up there. Uh, so you know, he's he's uh, pretty amazing and. Uh, uh, Rory's saying eating chalk is like eating uh, is better than eating crayons. So Panther, if you get hungry on the road, uh, don't eat that box of crayons that's that's sitting there. Uh, I know that's how you uh, sign all legal documents in your neck of the woods, but uh, just resist eating the crayons. Uh, that is it. What did we talk about today? We talked about uh, Sunday, the NFL. What went right? What went wrong? Uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of both. And we talked about the NBA, of course. Oh, and Monday Night Football. Shit, I forgot about that. It's a tough one to remember. And the NBA and NHL, Max. That is it. Yeah, I mean, I forgot about the, uh, the, the Monday Night Football game. That's for sure. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, the Monday Night Football game over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen every single episode. Panther, take us home. Oh, God. I, I really... I don't know. You damn near agreed with me on everything. You can barely go wrong. 
Um, <laughs> okay, then you can have the uh, the Memphis Grizzle money line. Memphis on the money line. Arch, what do you like? I'm going to take the Indiana Pacers plus ten and a half. Indiana plus ten and a half. I will take the Phoenix Suns plus the three and a half. We'll put the Memphis Grizzle, the Pacers, and the Suns together. That is your degenerate parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're hanging out on Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, it is the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us and call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today when it's all said and done. Kids, it's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.